0: Welcome to Sports, Clicks, and Politics, with your host, Ben Husong and me, Sean Hannan. Welcome to episode 50, the Big 5-0 of Sports, Clicks, and Politics. We thank you all for joining us again uh, on this epic, historic episode. Episode number fifty. Ah, sure, Mr. Husong, Thank you for joining us. I wouldn't have missed this epic and important moment how, in history. How was your uh, first week in the uh, mask-free world of the uh, state of New York? Um, glorious. I, any any uh, experiences you want to share with the crowd here of uh, this mask things that uh, might be encouraging or discouraging? I stopped wearing one. That's encouraging. I When I go into a store, like Tops has a sign that says if
1: you're vaccinated, you have to wear one, but if you're unvaccinated, you don't, and I tell my kids, don't put one on, see if somebody says, ah, my children are obviously not old enough to have been vaccinated, but I kind of feel like, look, I'm I'm not going to play this game with you anymore, take it off, and we'll walk around. If somebody says something, we'll, maybe we'll put it on, or maybe we, we won't, we'll see, uh, depends on how far this person wants to go. Uh, interesting little tidbit that i did learn though so i called uh last wednesday when the when the directive became effective i called the onondaga county health department and asked them dr gupta i don't know now somebody answers the phones i said listen i'm just you know I, i run an ice cream shop i'm a little confused on what i'm expected to do here and what i'm expected to not do and where my responsibility lies and she went through the spiel of well You can require them for vaccinated or not for unvaccinated, or you could require them for everybody still. And you can go either on the honor system or you can ask for, you know, the Excelsior pass or vaccines or proof. And I said, okay, but what about for my employees? She said, same thing. I said, well, wait, hang on. What if I have an employee who lies to me and says they are vaccinated when they are not? And then the health department comes in and they're not masked. And I didn't know. Am I responsible for that? And she said, no, 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 you don't understand. There's no rule anymore. I said, what? She was, this is just guidance. It's not a law. It's not an order. It's not a rule. There's no mask mandate whatsoever. Excellent. So I, I went, what? So all of these things you're hearing, all the government's trying to do is they know full well that to require... Vaccinated people to wear a mask and unvaccinated people to not wear a mask would never hold up in court. You could never get that if somebody sued, especially somebody who's 18 years old with sufficient vitamin D and said, give me your evidence that shows I'm more of a danger to society than somebody else. Show me they could never they could never muster it. So instead, what the government has done is very creatively. They have sort of alluded to the idea that this is a law when it is in fact not. They alluded to the fact that there's still some type of legal executive order out there for unvaccinated people in mass. There's not. Well, encouraging and sort of manipulating, I would say, business owners into enforcing the rule for them so that if the business owner ends up getting the flack, they can say, "There's a, it's not me, it's an order from the state. And the state can go, no, it's not. We didn't say that. We said you could do whatever you want as a private business. It's so dirty. Very interesting. It's just dirty. Like, there's no reason. For the, you know what you're doing. You're doing it on purpose. Yeah.
0: And like I said, I, and uh, just piggybacking on that, I, I have had uh, I guess encouraging day-by-day day, uh, increase of less, less and less mask wearing, uh, including uh, at the aforementioned tops uh, here, locally here that I was at, uh, two days in a row, I've gone there three days in a row, and uh, two of the days Majority, if not all of the employees were wearing masks that I could tell on the very next day with exactly the same employees, very small tops here over next to my house and uh, same exact employees were not wearing masks. So I was encouraged by that behavior. Uh, hopefully that is uh, something we can uh, continue to uh, see as we go out into the world with no masks again, as the employees also not wearing masks because um, they have smiles too, Ben employees, you know,
1: I mean, my attitude is it's not going to stop until people understand what's actually happening. And that's, that's what's really sad. And I've made a rule for – I told all the employees at our shop, said it's up to you. Make your choice. You're 15 and 16. You, you can make the decision. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, I'm not going to mandate it, and I'm not going to ask you for proof of anything. And if a customer asks you if you are vaccinated, you are not allowed to answer you will send them to me or to my wife and say, I'm sorry, but uh, our boss has told us we're not allowed to answer that question, and you can talk to them if you'd like. Because I'm of the opinion. Wrestle about it? I'm of the opinion that these kids are still entitled to some level of privacy yeah, about I, their health care. I, like, I, I
0: appreciate the effort. so yeah. And I'm
1: And I'm looking at these adults who would dare ask this, of like, you think that just walking into this place and buying an ice cream cone entitles you to ask somebody about their private health information... And I, I, like, I'm not going to do this because I'm, I'm basically a polite person by nature and I'm fairly nice. But I want to look back and be like, did you ever have gonorrhea? Yeah. What was that like? Oh, is this your wife? Let's just talk about it in front of her. Let's talk about VD. Yeah. Oh, is that uncomfortable for you? Oh, weird. That, that you felt okay doing that to my employee, but you don't want to talk about yours, anything outside of the vaccine. Yeah. When you're talking about 16-year-old kids that have a – statistical 0%
0: chance of getting and spreading COVID-19. Yeah, well like I said, they made uh, you know, they made it virtuous, so they don't feel there's any kind of uh Negative and asking, it's all like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing in the world. Are you have you participated in this greatest thing in the world yet? And that's pretty much where they're at. So they don't even think of that as as an invasion of privacy.
1: I had one friend who got vaccinated, and he said, I am under no illusions that it does anything positive. I'm pretty sure it was just sugar water, and the companies are just trying to make money. But I'm going to Vegas in a few months, and I don't want to wear a mask. And all I can do is laugh. Like God bless you. He's like, "I, I, you know, listen. If it turns out to be nefarious, turns out to be nefarious, and I was wrong, but. I don't think it is. I think they just want to make money. So they're bumping not everybody with like flu shots and sugar water and seeing where it goes.
0: Yeah. And so, and uh, one more thing about last week's show, since we were talking about the mask thing, the, uh, the Wuhan lab link uh, leak has uh, seemingly take a uh, uh, full center stage. And uh, is almost all, but certainly your boy, Dr. Fauci even said, basically uh, he's doesn't, hasn't, doesn't think that natural, uh, the natural origins uh, or there's any proof to the natural origins yet. So, We've come really crazy full circle on a bunch of this stuff. Uh, some, some of this, you know, we can go. I don't want to go into too much because we got tons of stuff to talk to you about today. But I mean, how many things are they going to have to backtrack on before you know everybody realizes this whole thing was freaking mismanaged?
1: Except he once again unequivocally, unequivocally denied that any funding from the NIH went to the Wuhan okay. lab to study yeah. this.
0: I know. Have you seen the memes out where Dr. Paul basically ended the pandemic when it tied? tied Dr. Fauci to the, uh, funding of the Wuhan Clint. Yeah. And then pretty much basically the next day the CDC was like, eh, it might be over.
1: And he's like, well, we have proof that you did this. And then the next day it's like pandemic's over. Everybody take your mask <laughs> off.
0: And so I talked about how much we have a big show, but before I get into the rundown would you guys, uh, anybody out there, please, uh, like share and subscribe to the show. Uh, it helps us, uh, kind of get our name out there and whatever the algorithm does. That's what I'm supposed to say. So, um, <laughs> Yeah right. The algorithm. The algorithm. Whatever. I was supposed to say algorithm, and that's supposed to make me. They're supposed to like and share it. Um, but we got a little sports uh, clicks and politics today. We got uh, Phil crazy right. Lefty got it. Nobody, nobody saw that coming. Um, we got crazy crypto crash. It's probably ongoing. In, in, I don't know. We're up a little bit. I think today. What's, what's it say over my head, Ben? Thirty seven thousand. So it, it hit 30,000 at Bitcoin uh, specifically there. So we'll talk into some of that. Uh, the Cuomo brothers made the news. <laughs> Always a good thing. So we can talk in a couple of stories with the Cuomo's book deal and uh, how Chris Qu- Cuomo was uh Qu- quiz. Did I say quiz? You said quiz. Chris Cuomo. That's a terrible name. What if his mother was Matilda? What the hell is she thinking? Could have named them Fredo. Oh yeah. Fredo was uh, apparently in the strategy sessions uh, during the sexual, har- sexual harassment uh Uh, uh, Sessions with his brother uh, Governor To the surprise of Nobody Yeah We got a bunch of Epstein uh, talk today A couple couple different stories From a bunch of Different angles So um, You can see that Bill Gates uh, Always fun The the Manhattan Guards uh, Got their plea deal Uh, The state of Florida Found that there was No uh, criminal wrongdoing In uh, the Acosta plea deal So that's good And then I don't know if this is Epstein related, but I think it is because he served as one of Epstein's lawyers. But Hunter Biden's laptop has also reemerged in the news uh, with uh, former FBI director Lewis Free. Lewis Free. Yeah. I don't know
1: if he was director, but he was something. I think he was. He might. Uh, have
0: been. We'll get into that story too, and then a story that you sent to me that I looked into a little bit more: the secret Pentagon army. How fun is that? Craziness! Oh my god! Are you part of the army? No. <laughs> Please.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs>
0: well, I mean. <laughs> disinformation that is why i'm I listen, here in controlled opposition son of a gun uh and then we're going to get into uh something also that's uh kind of taken on a new life uh something that is you know 50 years old at least uh uh ufos are back in the news ben <laughs> it's my favorite story <laughs> honest to god it is. or should we start to or are we gonna start to refer to them as uaps as the government does what are uaps the uh Aerial phenomena, Ah,
1: unidentified aerial phenomena. No, I like UFOs. It's way more fun.
0: And so we might have to change that, too, because I don't know if you saw the most recent footage. I'm going to show it. The one is not really flying. It's actually flying, and then it goes into the water.
1: I mean, that's still flying
0: up until the moment it goes under the water. But what if it does both? Then it's both. So you're going to have to add a word. Nautical? All right. Let's get into Phil. Let's get into Phil. Phil, the 50-year-old wins the pga championship and i didn't watch a single i worked all weekend so i apologize to phil for not watching any of this but i watched some highlights he had the the, the similar uh the tiger woods uh moment where they all the whole crowd walked up behind him and up to the 18th and he's got a, he had a two-stroke lead so i'm sure kepka wasn't happy because he's kind of a prick but um <laughs> but he is yeah,
1: i know <laughs> it's not wrong so
0: um and phil like I said, i mean phil's Usually likable, but Phil can be cantankerous too. So I wonder if he's gonna kinda give Brooke some hell over the one. that will be fun to, to listen to. But fifty year old Phil, oldest major winner ever, now gets like a five year exemption to all the majors for the next five years. So we get more Phil. I love more Phil. Um, yeah, Phil's good. Like do you think uh do you think the removal of Tiger freed Phil again to win? No. What I do think Well, no I mean Phil I mean, Phil literally came out of nowhere, right? I mean, nobody really could imagine that he was even gonna be in contention, let alone win the whole Except thing. him. Well, that's all it that really matters. Sometimes that's enough. That's enough, yeah. So I don't know. It's exciting to watch. Like you said, uh I think it's good for golf. I yeah. do. 'Cause he's such a he's such a popular player
1: to have when yeah, he's not one of the young guns or anything else, but, but he, he's a he, he, staple. He, yeah, his uh persona is like a young gun. Sure. So and it's uh it's fun to watch him do it at that age. And it's fun to, like and I think there's this uh sort of a misunderstanding about a fifty year old golfer competing of like it's just golf. Like Yeah, it's just golf, but unless you've played golf, it's still a young man's game. And especially when you get on these tours where these guys are the best of the best of the best golfers in the world, and you're getting out driven and out hit, and like they
0: can do things you just can't do. Yeah, and then you you add to like I said, you add to the factor that you know in my in my world, Phil you know likes to hit bombs right which doesn't mean he's trying to hit any fairways or he's not I mean obviously everybody knows his great short game his you know his putting and 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 all the all the stuff around the green is is excellent but he has problems getting off the tee because he likes to swing hard like I do so I mean you know not we're the same yeah obviously I've I've been called a young (laughs) Phil Nicholson more than once but this course played so hard that it's even like one other additional like I can't believe Phil this was the right. course that Phil actually won on.
1: If you were ever going to bet for Mickelson to take another major, you would not have yeah, taken no, this bet. No, like you, you, you might like all right somewhere where you can get away with spraying. Because yeah, he bit. usually
0: puts up like at least a, a double digit. He puts up a ten sometime on one of. these oh, for sure. He just you know he just gets in trouble. So. what
1: was it the uh, was it the PGA Championship a few years ago where he had the lead coming into eighteen and he pulled driver? That was the U.S. Open w- at the winged, U.S. Open, That's yeah. right at Winged Foot, and he put yeah. it in the hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Phil, right? <laughs> You're like I love this dude because he plays like I do. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's so. just like you know what? I
0: don't Hit care bombs. if
1: all I need to do is go iron, iron, iron. putt. <laughs> We're going for yeah. it, boys. Yeah,
0: it's on, he's on TV. He's a showman, right? Oh so that's why God. I said that's his persona of the young. It's hilarious. Guy, so, yeah, but it was fun. Good like for said, Phil. Yeah, good for Phil. Good for golf too. So yep. let's talk about our wallets or our crypto wallets, per sure. se, digital wallets. All took a beating this week. It's a bad yeah. I'm not, you know, I like to blame Elon a little bit. He might have lit the wick um, a little bit. I'm going to blame China, but China, yeah, I think China is the main motivational uh, or main motivation behind that. Obviously, they're cracking down on mining out there, so they've shut down some operations, um, which has obviously caused some turmoil within the price, and the price has uh, plummeted. Bitcoin specifically got down to thirty thousand on the nose, Mm -hmm. bounced back up to about forty-two thousand, came back down. I think maybe even yesterday to around 31,000. I think we're floating here again, right above my head, 37,000. All cryptos took the bath though. I mean, down, down like, you know, 35, 40% across the board. Um, I'm assuming you didn't uh, uh, find the one uh, lone crypto that didn't tank, right? And move all your stuff there. No, I I did not. Oh I I went
1: for the ride just like everybody else did. It's a roller coaster. I think it's a general rule of my life anything that china wants less of i want more of i think that's that's like a general rule of thumb that i'm prepared to live by so if they want less definitely taking their
0: their two child limit to an extreme so far so you've got double that right
1: (laughs) i might just go have more kids on (laughs) principle now because of that you're welcome honey um no, for real, though, I think, it, like, China cracking down, if anything, makes me go, then this is a good thing. Then this is something that we want and we should have and we should all be striving for it. Because anything that they are in favor of, you know, like, um, completely controlled economy, utter corruption, concentration camps, the ethnic cleansing of the Uyghur Muslims. Yeah, it's usually good to be in the opposite. I just but think generally, it's like... It's like going against the Clinton. It's a safe bet. Wherever yeah. they are, you probably want to be on the other side of that,
0: historically yeah. speaking. That's probably a good first question. Where, where does China and the Clinton stand on something and then just start from the opposite and work your way there? And way?
1: then if you end up on the same probably, page, yeah. like, you know, Bill Clinton's a vegan, that's probably an okay thing for some people. But I'm not going to start out on there. I'm going to have to work over with the proof. Yeah, that's fair. That's just a general life policy. Um, so, and I think mean, it holds up here, too. Yeah.
0: And so, we'll see, like I said, I, you know, we we follow crypto here pretty much uh, every show here just kind of – this was – you know, we're about two weeks straight here. We're uh, we're in a, a a downtrend for sure, and uh, a, a massive correction, if not a, a a bottom here. Let's hope so. Yeah, but
1: listen, at the same time, now you turn around. Cardano's up thirty one percent. Stellar Lumens is up forty. Chainlinks up forty six. I mean, like it's this is not normal stock market like
0: swings. No, this no. is if you insanity. just got in. If you just got into the market here in the last like you know. Say you bought the dip and you thought this was the dip. And, hey, I'm going to buy it. It's going to go right back. It, sometimes it, it is crazy up and down. And like I said, you've seen the, uh, the Bitcoin meme roller coaster and they go up and they go down. So
1: And it's listen, if you don't have a stomach for risk, just don't watch it.
0: Some people, yeah.
1: I, myself, I don't mind. Like I can open this account. It could be down 30%, 50% and I just go, eh. Yeah. Not everybody is wired that way. If you're not yeah. wired that way, don't look. Because yeah, I'll tell was, you right now, when you lose like 10 grand over a weekend and you go, well, that's not good. Yeah. It's natural in your mind to be like, "Oh shoot, I can't, st- I can't afford to lose more than this. I got to get out of it right now." But the problem is, if you do that, you miss the forty percent upswing coming back, yeah. and you're then probably going to miss the twenty percent down that's going to come, and then the eighty percent up. And it's like it's, it's yeah. wild. Like
0: stocks move one percent a day, maybe two. Yeah. This, it, is 40%. this is forty percent. Yeah, that's crazy. So, but it is fun. It's a fun ride. That's so. hilarious um as long as
1: you just always remember it's fiat money that has been printed in the last eight months
0: yes exactly so um i I noticed my graphics wrong here but it's not really going to affect this too much on the audio show here but the cuomo book deal like have your girl rebecca jones in the next segment but we're not talking about her why not Well, you can mention her if you want to, but she's. uh, You can talk that. I think we
1: we beat that to death last week. I I don't know. So Um, we'll
0: we'll touch on one thing and then we'll move on. Okay. So our 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 beloved governor, beloved, beloved, no beloved. I think you're right. I don't know. He's not either one of those. Yeah, no, he's not. He's terrible. So um, news came out. I think USA Today reported on uh, the total book deal. I think five point one million dollars, Ben. Uh, That's not quite the average uh, uh, book deal for most people in general, especially an elected official who is... Is that abnormal? That's a little out of the uh, norm. Hmm. I think it turned out to be he sold the book for $15 a copy and they paid him $111 a copy. (laughs) So awesome. So my question is, and I don't know that there's... I'm not trying to... uh, Maybe I am, but... What did the publisher get out of this? Like really? I mean, there has to be some ah. some lever, some button that uh some dial that Guomo can turn for this publisher in the future. Like you think? Maybe turning
1: the blind eye to an antitrust problem if you wanted Something. to merge with another publisher. Maybe. Hypothetically. Saying,
0: we'll see if that adds up happening. I'm just seeing. So I like I said this was, you know, I don't say. People caught people off guard, but the number was, Staggering. Uh, was Was not released purposely until it was absolutely had to, right?
1: So we go back to what we were talking about last week of we assumed there would be two new accusers yes. coming out. And that's why this date made so much sense of on May 19th, 19th yes. everything's going to be lifted. So I guess we should have put this together because you never know when the accusers are going to come out. They could come out early. There's no way to know that. But what you do know is the day that your tax returns become public, because if you have a May 15th filing deadline, which means you can actually, because it's a Saturday, file on Monday, which is the 17th, then you know that your tax return becomes public on May 18th automatically, period. No exceptions. So then if you were to schedule something three weeks earlier, like the end of all gathering limits, the end of um, occupancy limitations at restaurants, and then, you know, a few days before lifting mask mandates, all on the day after your book deal is going to become public knowledge, which, by the way, is there any chance Andrew Cuomo didn't know how much money he made on this book deal over Uh, the last year? Okay, cool. But just opted not to say, yeah, I made five million dollars. The fact that people still listen to this scumbag is remarkable. The fact that you could take anything he says seriously, like how many times you have battered spouse syndrome. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, how many times can this guy lie to you, to your face, boldly, with no repercussions before you go, you know, maybe he's not really a good person. Maybe he really is just a career politician who leverages people with negative information or power and does it to his own advantage and his own ends because all he really cares about is his own political endgame and not the people, not the poor people, not the huddled masses yearning to be free. He cares about Andrew Cuomo and the people with enough money
0: to help Andrew Cuomo and maybe Chris. Period. End of story. He's terrible. And like I'm sorry, said, he does care
1: about his mother. That That is Matilda. Cool. Yeah, Matilda, yeah, he does. So outside, if your last name is not Cuomo and you cannot write a significant check or uh, mobilize large numbers of voters to benefit Andrew Cuomo or some other Cuomo, you don't matter to this man. Sorry. It's just the reality. I don't know how much stuff you have to see before you acknowledge that. He knew what in terms of his book deal was. He chose not to disclose them. He chose not to. And then he set all these restrictions to be lifted on May, 8, on May 19th, knowing that this would become public on May 18th. You're not a little suspicious? You're not just a little
0: bit like, well,
1: no, that lines up. That makes total sense.
0: And it's funny that, you know, speaking of your girl Rebecca Jones kind of oh, ancillary oh. here, Cuomo was doing all the things that she basically was accusing DeSantis of. And he was doing it all to make sure that he could write a book. It's crazy. Amazing.
1: Okay, so back going back to this, also what's in it for the publisher. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you wanted to bribe a public official. All right? You got to be careful because you can't just hand them money in an envelope because every now and then that'll get you in trouble. But let's just say you went to them and said, hey, look, I want to give you $5 million. So I need you to write a book. You can use your staff that's already being paid by government money and taxpayers to write this book. We'll give you a ghostwriter and everything else that will pay the ghostwriter I'm completely making up that number, to help write this book, and then you'll get the staff resources and everything. And then what we'll do is we'll have various uh, political organizations, nonprofits, wealthy individuals, and everything else buy up the book after you get this grant from the publisher. So they're going to pay you $5 million just to write this book, and it's all perfectly legal. And then what will happen is we'll have our people just buy more and more books from this publisher, other titles, to make up their losses. And then you'll end up getting $5 million. Could you think of a smarter way of bribing a public official with no chance of getting caught? Well, other than we just caught him. Uh, he's not going to get caught. He's not going to jail over this. Like, that's going to happen. You're telling me that McGraw... Was it McGraw-Hill was the publisher? Uh, Crown. Crown Publishing. I'm sorry. In business, ostensibly to make money and has to be somewhat good at it. You're telling me that they didn't just get it wrong but that they agreed to pay this man $111 a book when they sold it for 15. And you think that was just an honest mistake. You think that that was something that they couldn't have foreseen, that they missed it, not by double. It wasn't double. They missed it by a factor of eight. If that's something this company could actually get that wrong, they wouldn't be in business.
0: Yeah. Like I said, it's, there's enough, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on Chris here in a second, but there's enough freaking crap flying around this dude that it's amazing that he is still in office.
1: This is like me pricing ice cream cones at 25 cents each. Like, oh, I you know, I'm trying my best. And then all of a sudden I lose all this money and I go out of business like it was an honest mistake. Or if I'm selling an ice cream cone for 25 cents, I have some other way of making up the difference. Like this is no different. It's a publisher got it this wrong, and it just so happened to be for Andrew Cuomo. It just the the one they got that wrong, coincidentally, was Andrew Cuomo's
0: book. Yeah, and like I said, this is kind of the Ron Kim uh, theory from the beginning. Is all this was to pad his stats to write the book. So I'm assuming this story's not going to end. It's not going to end here uh, in New York. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it. Like I said, we touched briefly on it, but. And his brother, obviously, you know, asked, I'm, I'm assuming he was invited in by the Cuomo administration or volunteered himself. Either way, it's ridiculous that they were both sitting in on uh, strategy sessions to how to uh, talk to the media and whatnot after the sexual harassment allegations started coming to light. So Chris Cuomo apologized for it. CNN kept him on the air. And uh, no, no, still- no.
1: Chris Cuomo apologized for the appearance of what that did to his CNN colleagues whom he considers the best and the brightest in the business in any way that that may have tarnished their reputation. He, not for doing it. Not for not disclosing it. No, no, no. It was for what may have been perceived as him influencing the other on-air media for, personalities. For saying,
0: for saying the stuff they're not supposed to say behind the scenes in real life, basically. He he got found out. So, I don't know. Like, like I said, the whole family's trash, in my opinion. So, that's terrible.
1: Let's keep electing him, though. That's fun. Let's,
0: let's, let's go to more trash. Um, not I mean, Rebecca Jones, either. N- what? I said not Rebecca Jones either. Do you want
1: to? Can I just sure. point out one yeah. more additional fact yeah. that came out about Rebecca Jones? So obviously, woman's got problems. Things are coming out now showing that this woman was irrefutably full of it. But she's going down swinging, claiming that it's all a hit job and it's a vast right wing conspiracy. Who was the one that coined that term? By the way, uh, Hillary Clinton, right? So good company there, Miss Jones. Um, so Rebecca Jones apparently called out a lie from Tucker Carlson, where he said she claimed that DeSantis and his upper tier staff were falsifying death records. And she came out and said, I never made that claim. One small problem is that tweets last forever. And you absolutely did. The woman who you accused of making you falsify the death claims. It's in a tweet, but now you're claiming that I guess you never accused DeSantis of that. And so he didn't do it. Like, this is the problem with lying. When you lie all the time, eventually you trip up. When you try, and this is why the DeSantis stuff is so laughably wrong and so laughably false. Of like, if this guy was falsifying that level of data, the number of people that would have to be in on it is at some point it's going to come out. At some point in, inside of a year, somebody's going to blow the whistle. And it's not going to be a, this woman with her complete, um, Pedantry. What's the right word here? Just willingness to lie. Uh, just yeah. completely okay with falsifying. She's a, She's
0: a complete shyster. So
1: yes, and instead, like what happened to Cuomo is, eventually, when the numbers don't add up, somebody comes through and goes, "You have to stop. This is enough. It's going on long enough." Which we saw with the nursing home data, which we see now with the book deal. Like eventually, when you are a shyster, you get found out. It's just a matter of when. These people are con men. Yeah. And eventually, if you keep pressing, it comes out. So I'm not saying Ron DeSantis is a nice person or perfect or even good. I don't know. I don't know anything about the guy. But the idea that these claims from Rebecca Jones were given any weight is such a laughingly accurate portrayal of the media that we
0: have in America. today. Yeah, and she was everywhere, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was like on every single base. I mean, not everyone, but you know what I mean? Like a, a large handful of shows where, you know, giant audiences she was given so
1: and now it comes sound like i never said he was falsifying death yeah yeah he did
0: yeah she actually i think one of the thing was that she was she accused him of deleting death data and that's what tucker was saying basically
1: not him of him ordering his medical professional at the head of the age i don't i don't remember her name of having her order rebecca jones to
0: delete right, the deaths yeah. right
1: that's her claim yeah and now she's like i never said that yeah. like you put it in a tweet more than one yeah
0: all right let let's, right, move, we'll on, let's move on let's move on to our hated boy uh uh Jeffrey Epstein. We got a couple stories here that are, are related to Mr. Epstein and uh, uh the first one uh we'll piggyback on last week's story, so Bill Gates. So he's uh his his PR people came out and basically were saying, Well, the only reason he was hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein is because he thought he could help him win a Nobel Prize. I'm pretty sure at that point you've lost control of the damage if (laughs) that's your if if that's your out like oh he was going to get us a Nobel Prize like it might even be worse like if you're actually just using that dude I mean because this is happening we all knew he was who he was at that point and Bill Gates knew damn well who he was and actually um I I, I don't have that article pulled up here but there's an article where I was reading where basically he talks about trying to help rehabilitate Epstein's you know, public image. So not only did he know about it, he actually knew about it and was trying to cover it up in a way. So I don't know. This, this story is not going to go away. Bill Gates seems like a terrible person. I hope that most people in the world have realized that he's not some benevolent philanthropist trying to help out humanity. And now that he's actually just a piece of crap. So um, <laughs> why
1: can't he be both Sean?
0: Um, well, those are basically opposite ends of the scale. <laughs> right, <that's> fair. <laughs> um, so cr- craziness that, you know, again, the, the, the circles that Gates run with, um, these people, you know, I heard some stuff about Bezos too, which is just, you know, who knows? Um, but it, it, it will never end. Uh, it's, it, I guess it will cease to amaze me of the brand name, powerful, richest people in the world that kind of kept company with this dude. It's not a coincidence. I, I,
1: I shouldn't say that. I don't, maybe it is. It's so unlikely that it's all a coincidence. I just, I can't wrap my brain around how you get there and how you defend these people of like i think about you in your average everyday life if you find out a friend of yours is been pled pled guilty like this was what he agreed to to not have to face more charges 208 counts of soliciting a minor for sex I'm not friends with that dude anymore. Like, I'm not hanging out with you. We're not even casual acquaintances. I have kids. Like, and even if I didn't have kids, you're a monster. That's not a one-time accident. That's not a, I thought she was 18. 208 times? Stop. Yeah. Well, like Stop. I said. Stop.
0: This, you know, the... the- his attempt to dismiss it as you know a mistake and they only met a couple times has been blown out of the water here so
1: only a couple who cares it was yeah. after the but, guy and, but bill it turns did. out it's
0: been dozens of right. times and he's spent the night there so that's still the most laughably funny right. one to me Crazy.
1: listen oh here's what i know maybe bill gates really is a great human being but i also know that back when he's not i know but back when windows was first coming out this man literally would write viruses for it and then sell the antivirus software like That's who this dude was. Now, maybe he had a change of heart and Melinda Gates really got to him and changed him around. You know, if you just ignore all the extramarital affairs that he carried on for months without her knowing and then hanging out with the world's most renowned pedophile sex ring operator. Boy, that's a title. Um, Hopefully only pedophile sex ring. I mean, but I'm not going not overly optimistic that that's true. Yeah. Um, All of these things that, that he did of like the experiments that he ran on human beings in Africa, the, the the relationship with the Chinese government, like, look, the people that run the Chinese government are evil. You don't put somebody in a concentration camp without being evil. You don't put somebody in a reeducation camp without being a tyrant. It's just the def it's in the definition. So you want to hang with these people because you thought they could get you a Nobel peace prize with all due respect, Screw you. Like, honest yeah. to God, if you are that corrupt and that if that morally bankrupt, but I'm supposed to, like, just trust you that everything else you say is okay? Like, nah, you've lost all credibility. You're no better. You will say whatever needs to be said. You will do whatever needs to be done for the benefit of you. I'm good. I'm out. Just, yeah. you know what, if everybody else wants to follow with him, God bless you.
0: Just forgive me for not joining in. Yeah. He's, man, I don't, I don't think that. Stories going away so it shouldn't go away. no no I'm I, you know I want to say I'm glad that it's not going away I'm glad that people are covering it it's I just think there's more to it than than what we we already know so um, also in the Epstein world in an effort or in the probably ongoing effort to make sure that uh, no one ever testifies in any case uh, the two Manhattan guards that uh, fell asleep committed suicide fell asleep no nope, not oh, okay. yet not yet um, they reached a plea agreement so they will not serve any jail time uh for falsifying records that was their uh I guess charge was falsifying records and uh, and falling asleep. I'm not sure if that was part of the whole thing, but they're These opinion. two I wish them nothing but the best here going forward. Is that the way Trump wished uh, Max Giselle <laughs> I don't just I feel bad the for the I mean, I don't know, man. I No one could testify in this case because if they do they get a the case of suicide. And, and and if you know, would it surprise me if it turns out that some gigantic uh bank transfer ends up in these uh guards accounts at some day and then they disappear and you know they change your name and move on wouldn't be surprised to me either. Like I I don't know, man. They they this whole thing smells and this is just one tiny little sliver of it. Um and then you add that to the idea that the uh the state of Florida have um what was their claim, Uh, found no evidence of criminality in the uh, plea agreement with Epstein during 2008, uh, where he basically stayed in a clubhouse for um, 18 or 13 months.
1: You're not going to like this. I mean, just preface this right away. There is nothing criminal about it, because the way that our laws are set up, there was no violation of laws. That's how jacked up our laws are, because ultimately all it took was one intelligence agency, not going to name any letters, to come in and say, you will not touch him because he's more important and we need him.
0: Yeah. Oh, and no, now exactly. legally speaking, there's and nothing I, wrong with And that. I probably didn't think that there would be criminality involved into it. And this is more of anything the, kind of like a, a, you know, a tacit uh, dismissal of this whole thing. Trying to say, oh, we didn't find anything. But clearly there was a deal in place that was shit. Listen, it was not illegal. It was completely amoral completely right. immoral exactly right
1: it was not illegal there was nothing illegal about what happened like that is Think about how laughable that statement is because it's true there was nothing illegal about it but it was completely immoral just like if you if you caught somebody selling marijuana three times you could send them to life for prison and it's perfectly legal in fact it's mandated under the the federal sentencing guidelines like compare those two things That's what we're dealing with in in this country right now. The difference between morals and laws is so far gone that it's just impossible to reconcile the two. Yeah. So you sell weed three times. That's three felony convictions, three strikes you're out. I don't care if you're 22. You're in prison for the rest of your life. This guy solicits prostitutes. uh, solicits 15-year-olds into prostitution targeting poor girls and girls that had emotional problems and struggles at home and then got them to recruit other girls to come in and then use them to service the most powerful people in the world and to entrap them. That guy did 13 months of not really being in jail except for more than maybe a day or two. Well, he was still permitted to go to his office every day and travel around, and he did do it, and they caught him doing it. There's nothing illegal about that. Yeah. Welcome to the American justice system, folks, because it's real. That's the actual rule, and it has nothing to do with the cops. It has to do with the legislatures. That is actual laws in our country.
0: Yeah, the laws laws are broken here. So, which is you know a large part why I identify as libertarian because I feel like we have way too many laws that don't do anything they're supposed to be doing anyway. Side note. Um, let's talk about not really a yet a uh, Bill Gates, uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, story, but let's talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. So it turns out... What? that a flash of the hard drive again. It's so I'm disturbing. Sorry. I'm sorry. So Hunter Biden's laptop reemerges in the news uh, because it's found there's some emails there that former FBI director Louis Free gave $100,000 to a private trust for Joe Biden's grandchildren... Um, so that he could basically get access to the big guy, um, a hundred thousand dollars into a grand grandkid's private trust. Uh, comment, Mister Housung. I'm oh, shocked, <laughs> shocked.
1: I tell you, shocked. Um, this doesn't
0: mean anything. It could have just been a gift. They were friends, and this was 2016. So he was, uh yeah, well, son of a gun. He was vice president.
1: Yeah. Um... When did he become FBI director?
0: Uh, I don't know if I have that in front of That's me here. Okay.
1: Uh, if we've covered this a little bit on the show, but if you've ever followed the Biden family, this is the least surprising thing ever. Uh, there's just a track record. It's, and it's a pretty clear pattern that nobody wants to acknowledge of just blatant and utter corruption, lying and self-serving.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm citing an article here from uh, the daily mail and it, you know, it's got a bunch of the emails posted here and highlighted and you can kind of uh, walk through that. Um, you know, he's basically paying for access to the president or the vice president here and basically trying to get it. Um, Shocking. I mean, sort of like, did you know that Lewis free served on the board with, of the Bo Biden foundation? I actually did know that. Yeah. Uh, Cause two, they were just th-
1: friends. That's it. It's just, you know, it's just uh, nothing wrong here. There's nothing illegal.
0: Yeah. So, again, the reason I bring in in it with Epstein is because Louis Free has uh, served as a lawyer, I believe, or one of the lawyers for Jeffrey Epstein in some of his uh, defense cases here. So That's fine, too. I mean, so there's some overlap, at least. You know, I don't. This guy, this guy, again, you know, I think he was definitely FBI director under Clinton. So So,
1: let me just throw this out there. It's FBI director under Clinton. Okay. And he's an attorney pay- for Epstein. Yeah. Weird. I'm just going to tell you, if I were Hunter Biden with what is on that laptop, I would probably want a lawyer with the experience of a lawyer who had helped Epstein. I, I would probably want that. Not saying that it's necessarily exactly the same. There's enough similarity that you, you, you know, you want somebody who's been in that realm at least for, yeah. for a bit. Yeah. Um I am completely unsurprised by this because, look, you're talking about the same family where they had Hunter Biden serving on a board for a Chinese tech nuclear company, serving on a board, on a board of directors. And then that Chinese company sought permission to buy out an American company that dealt with classified nuclear secrets of the United States government. And you know, son of a gun, if Joe Biden wasn't the vice president then, and you know, Hunter Biden's getting his board pay and some extra money and some extra incentives, and then that uh, that Chinese company got permission and they bought this American company, and son of a gun, if they didn't go ahead and steal the American classified nuclear secrets, Shocking. Shocking. so weird that got signed off on, and we all went, uh, who could have seen it coming? And right. listen, this is the most corrupt fan. And I, nothing against, I, I don't want to like shortchange the Trumps. They have their own ridiculous levels of corruption, but they're like an amateur compared to what the Bidens
0: got going on. Yeah. Well, he's, I, been, in, he's been in office for 50 years. I feel like the Bidens are better than the Clintons at this. Oh. Like,
1: like they actually take you to another level of where they've been able to, to attain and what they've been able to do. When you start looking into all the government contract money, family and friends of Joe Biden have gotten,
0: holy crap. Yeah, they their family, the Clintons family is just not as big. That's the thing. I
1: think it might be actually well, you know what? Never mind. I'm not I'm going to pass on the joke as okay. to why they only have one child, but you know why they only have one child? Cuz right. you know what it takes to have a child and you know they weren't doing that together. But anyways,
0: um, Did you ever hear the uh, rumor that Chelsea is the offspring of Yasser Arafat and Hillary Clinton? I'm so <laughs> oh, happy right now, oh, god.
1: Sorry. I haven't heard that. But wow, if that's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, either uh, way, like this is who they are. And if somebody keeps showing you who they are, eventually you should probably just take them at their word for it because it's exactly who they are. This is pay to play. This is pay for access to the big guy. And this is someone who has done nothing but sell off and use his power, his authority, and his means to benefit those who he perceives as loyal to him, and who are willing to pay for it. This man has been selling his office for 40 years. The idea that he suddenly stopped. Like, oh, Trump was this wake-up call to ethics. Nonsense. No, it's not. You want to know what the difference between Trump and Biden is? Trump didn't hide it as well. You want to know what the other differences? Trump in private sector? I don't care. You're none of my concern as a private citizen what you do with nepotism or corruption in your private business as long as it's not illegal. But in the public office, it does matter. And this is where Biden's been doing it for 38 years. Yeah, he's he's that's longer than I've been alive. Yeah, that this man has been doing this stuff. And I'm supposed to just sit here and be like, Oh, riding with Biden, thank God we got rid of Trump. Like, yeah, (laughs) wonderful. And we got this guy instead,
0: that'll solve everything. He definitely lasted over my over under how long he would. Be in office,
1: I told you it's going to go through the midterms. Okay. you don't want to
0: listen. He's right. going to
1: go through the midterms because you can't have the midterms be a referendum on Kamala Harris as president.
0: Yeah, they'll well, lose every seat. Yeah, well, yeah, that's well, either one they're going to lose, I think, actually. But um, let's talk about another crazy story the one you shared with me. The, the Pentagon is running a 60,000 strong secret army made up of soldiers, civilians, and contractors who travel under false identities. Embedded in consultancies and name brand companies without the knowledge of the American people and much of Congress. Mr. Husong, what is your comment? The funniest thing (laughs) I've ever heard. We
1: are living in a uh, Tom Clancy novel like this is insane, except I think we're the bad guy like the good
0: guys don't do this. Uh yeah, we I can see we, we can we could be labeled as the bad guy. We're like the Empire in Star Wars at this point. No like we're
1: infiltrating every organization and we're, we're promising everybody like peace and tranquility. In the meanwhile, we're just letting the rich people do whatever they want. And the reality is, most people know that the wealthy elite people have a different set of rules, and we just don't care. This is a different level. This is apparently a government-sanctioned military force of sixty, and it's it's been going on for ten years. Sixty thousand people, ten years, <laughs> just put at different entities, just going to spy on different things, completely without warrants, completely illegally, completely in violation of every international law and code. And we kind of, our government's looking out as they get caught and going, eh, screw you. That's why. Because screw you.
0: Yeah, they said it's got a $900 million budget. Instead of engages like 130 different private companies. The thing, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> you know, we already have the biggest military in the world as is and now we've got a sixty thousand freaking army domestic army basically right here infiltrated all of our our pieces again i don't know if this has any relation to the uh ufo story we're going to cover next but man it seems crazy that they could pull this off for 10 years without anybody even sniffing about it so yeah i know
1: nothing of what What are we going to learn in 10 years about what we have the capacity of doing right now? Like, think about what we don't know right now. I'm not ruling out anything. Like, uh, this is a little off topic, but we're going to go into UFOs anyway, so this is going to be actually a nice transition. There's been claims by some conspiracy theorists that the United States government has weather control machines. All right, so think about the implications of that first off in our everlasting battle against climate change, the battle of our generation, our World
0: War II. I think they affectionately refer that to as Harp. yeah?
1: Maybe. So anyways, so think about this though. I, I did minimal research into this cause I was curious. Cause like once you start realizing what these conspiracy theories have been right about, it sort of opened your eyes to like, Oh my God. So apparently the government did look into this, but they don't have it. They were looking into it for like 10 years and then they just gave up on it in like 1995. They just gave up because they couldn't do it. So they stopped researching it altogether. That seems likely, right? that, you know, for the last 25 years, they haven't wanted to manipulate the weather, so they just stopped.
0: Your boy Bill Gates wants to block out the sun.
1: I mean, obviously a smart idea for all of humanity when vitamin D is so important. But listen, for real, though, what seems more likely to you as your average listener of this program, which admittedly, if you're a regular listener of this program, there's probably something a little off with you anyway, so you're going to go right along with but it. But they're
0: probably charming and handsome. And I am mean, just saying. Obviously.
1: Um, so the government, let's just say they did developed this machine and the technology did work do you think they'd come out and tell everybody that it works and this is what we got now and congratulations or do you think they'd cover it up and try to use it for their own ends and means well now let's go to the flip side if they didn't get it you think they'd stop trying for 25 years you think they would just be like "eh, didn't work what's the answer
0: yeah no it (laughs) it's it, they still have it i mean it just went you know classified or whatever if so think about
1: what the implications are of that if they can legitimately control
0: the weather
1: and now we're like well droughts are at all-time highs and this is this and this is this and we need to spend all this money and do all this and take away more of your individual liberties so that we can control this and and we can fight the battle of our generation and you're like Well, why don't you just flip the dial down a little bit on your machine and then we would be all good. I'm not saying it's that simple, please. I'm I'm obviously being facetious right now. But really, it's been 25 years. Like, where is this technology at now? I'm genuinely nervous.
0: Yeah. I think, again, I think they affectionately refer to that as harp. They do affectionately refer to that as harp. Look it up. It's fun. So let's talk about another fun thing. UFOs and disclosure... And we'll get into whether or not it's a, a PSYOP in a, at the end here. But um, we don't talk enough about UFOs on this show. Nobody talks enough about UFOs. But people are talking about UFOs the last couple of weeks. So 60 Minutes, I think it was actually Monday right after our show. It might have been that night. Um, aired a like a 30-minute segment on UFOs, uh, basically on a bunch of unclassified videos. Um, I think the guy's name was Luis uh, Alessandro, um, who used to run a... Uh so I guess maybe mo maybe people here probably remember Project uh, Project Blue Book, which was kind of like the the uh response to the Roswell stuff back in the in the fifties, and that was kind of terminated in nineteen sixty nine, and then supposedly, uh just like you know they didn't find anything, Ben, they shut down the program and didn't look into UFOs again until like two thousand seven or something. Um, um weird. But anyway, so they created this new, it was unknown, it wasn't announced, so this uh, Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, they called it, uh, ATIP for short. So thankfully, we're going to call it ATIP. So the guy who ran ATIP basically was able to unclassify some videos uh, that were then given somehow obtained by a citizen who used to work for the uh, uh, Department of Defense, but he was a civilian at this point and released those tapes, I think, in 2017 to the New York Times. And that's kind of reinstigated all of this UFO talk. Uh, They cover that story specifically in 60 Minutes, among others. But they, this seems to be like a regular occurrence. I mean the guy who was uh, the Navy pilot they were talking about off the coast of Virginia basically said it seemed like there was a daily occurrence for years. So I don't know, Ben, are aliens out there? Of course. And will we see them in our lifetime? I think so. So will we will it be good or bad?
1: <laughs> yes. I, listen, I don't, I don't know.
0: I mean, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll back up. What if if they're already if they're here and they've been coming here? Obviously, we're still around, so they haven't just wiped us off the planet yet, yeah. uh, that we know of. Unless they're, you know, we're in some kind of a uh, simulation where we're all in pods like the Matrix, and that's the world really did that. end yeah. in twenty twelve, and so, now this is what we're living
1: with. Yeah, yeah but, but that makes sense. In general,
0: I would think that uh, they have coexisted with us at this point, mm-hmm. seemingly, and without any, uh, um, you know, outright obviously. coming out coming out yeah they haven't come out and say here we are so if they're here and our government is not in contact with them do you think other governments are in contact with them or are they just here uh kind of perusing the planet uh outside of the realm of like have they engaged anybody yet on the planet i guess is really what i'm thinking yeah probably and so advantage that person i would think Right, sure. whoever's whoever's made contact first, uh, I would think that they have a uh, advantage going forward with any kind of, I don't know, advancement, uh, technologically speaking. Something, yeah, yeah. So, I mean,
1: obviously, if you've managed to travel, I guess here is the the this is gonna be super high level. No, it's not. This is gonna be super ridiculous. I don't really know how to put this thought together. If some of it is: are, are you talking about being able to travel interstellar, or are you talking about being able to travel interdimensionally? where the different dimensions and you can travel it through in them. And we are in the physical dimension and that they, they can travel in here and have that. Or is it literally they're coming from, you know, one of the moons of Uranus and coming in here. And it's, it's very different questions to be posed by both. And it has very different ramifications. And the reality is, are you sure that neither one is possible or that one of those is impossible? Cause I'm not, I'm, I've had my mind very opened to this prospect of what if that is, what, what if that's true? Um, is that a good thing? Yeah, probably. Uh, I, I think that it, it should be, but we're also a dumb, panicky, uh, let's go with trigger happy species that does not take to outsiders well. But this is a group of outsiders that is obviously far technologically superior to what we have here. Um and I don't I don't know. Like I'm cheering for it more or less because the, the curiosity within me is like Holy crap! Let's just find out what this is. I just want to know the truth about it. Yeah, I might come to regret that one day when I end up as like a human slave to some
0: alien overlord. But at least I would know. And 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 so and it's what's odd is that they're not all the same type of craft, right? So there's um, in the sixty minutes they talk about uh, what the navy officer who was talking about one of them was uh, a tic tac shaped opposite object, yep. right? So and basically it seems as though you know. Uh, they, they go through all the specifics, at, you know, 13,000 miles an hour. It's, you know, it's descending 80,000 feet in a second, like cr- crazy. And then stopping. That, right. And then disappearing. Like, you know, so right. all this stuff, you know, clearly the technology is something we, we you know, the people that are observing this stuff are not being able to recognize it as experts in technology, of, you know, if these are Navy pilots. Right. Um, so they engaged, they, they identified. Um, during the, the, the interview, basically the, the, the tic-tac-shaped um, craft clearly mimicked the movements of the fighter planes. So it knew that they were being watched and vice versa, right? So there was some level of engagement there yep. that they know that, you know, there's, you know, we, we if they know, if they're here, if they, and we're making that assumption here, then they know we know they're there to some degree. Oh, um, for sure. And they seem not to care uh, too much. Sometimes it seems like there might be toying with us to some degree, if not just, you know, watching us or whatever.
1: So if I read it correctly, it was saying that for the most part, when they had these engagements, the UFO or whatever would always maintain a tactically superior position of as if letting just observing, but kind of looking at us and saying, hey, just so we're clear, you're you're not going to get to jump on me. Like, don't try.
0: Yeah, and like I said, it seems as though there's no propulsion on these things, so they must be using some kind of, you know, magnetic, uh, gravitational force of some sort, uh, especially. And I'm going to show this clip here in a second of the, the one that basically was flying and then went under the water, right? So, and there's been talks about uh, submergible uh, USOs, uh, unidentified submergible objects, in the past as well. And apparently they have one on film here. So, um, let me see if I can pull that up, because this was the one that just actually. So 60 Minutes had their thing on Monday. And then the very next day, this new video got released by Jeremy Corbell. He's a filmmaker who kind of does some stuff with Bob Lazar. Um, And I'm going to pull up his tweet here so we can watch it. Uh, Where is it here? All right. I think you guys can see that now. All right. So... Let me play this for you guys so you can see and listen to what they're talking about here. I just don't, I don't know if you can it. Break Omaha, pick me a kid, Raphael yeah. Peralta, pass the ability yeah. to launch ELO yeah. ASAP. It's flashing a barium.
1: It's early. Yeah. You got know, two wins, three nuts. Keep stage. going, bro. It's going on. We're making sense. We could probably bring that 35 route. It's windy to fuck up, huh? sir. Yeah. every uh, yeah. time. Get some, a lot of white water up there. so it's like Six foot twelve. Whoa, it's getting
0: close. <clears throat> yeah, we have a uh, thirty-one knots sustained wind, yeah. top side gust forty. What splash? Splash. Mark bearing range. So there, it went into the water, as you could see there. Um You know you could kind of see the startlement in the voices. You can hear it that they're like, okay, this thing is not something that yeah. we've ever seen before, uh, which is very similar to the kind of the, the, the voice, you can hear it in the voices of these pilots too, where they're talking about this and they're like, you know, at, at the speeds that they're moving at the, uh, you know, they're talking about sometimes some of the winds that they're going the knots of the winds that they're going into and how fast they're moving. So, you know, the, the, the person who was also interviewed in the 60 minutes, um, Piece who used to work for the Department of Defense, you know, is basically trying to get this to the highest levels of the Department of Defense and said the only way that they were kind of ignored it. And he was going to basically try to force the their hand through public pressure. And so that's why he released some of these videos. Um, the, you know, that it's kind of picked up some traction even in the uh, U.S. government. So the Senate has uh, asked for a report and they expect to get a report in June um, about all of this stuff. So they they uh created a new aerospace, you know, monitoring company or basically re reinstituted ATIP again and uh re rebranded it as something else. But they're gonna we're gonna have a report here in a month that we can uh follow up on here. They're gonna talk about this event, uh some of these other events. do you think I mean we're talking about it here, so it's gonna be, you know, basically national news any minute here. But other other than us, like and obviously 60 minutes is a big deal. It doesn't really seem to be generating a lot of buzz among the people in general and being like, you know, oh my God, like there actually is aliens. Yeah. Don't don't you think if there was like the government admitted there was aliens, there would be a bigger story going on amongst the people? I know we're in weird times, but
1: No, still? I think that the two things are at play. One, I think people as we've started to understand about just how many has um habitable planets and how many actual planets are across the various solar systems. People have had a chance to warm up to the idea of like, all right, statistically speaking, if there is no life anywhere else, that would be a miracle. Like that's statistically would be an anomaly. And I also think that people that I'm going to go back a little bit, people never want to be wrong. So they can just sort of adopt and say, well, yeah, that just makes total sense. And I'm not shocked. Even if these were the same people that were shaming anyone who ever said they had an interaction with aliens over any time over the last 30 years. But let's go into a little bit about like Project Blue Book where not only did the government cover up that there were very real UFO sightings and my guess is some interaction with aliens by human beings, Um, the government not only covered that up, went out of their way by its own admission and directive to debunk these people and to discredit them and their claims for four decades
0: Right, and so and real quick, so this is where the psyop thing comes in, right? So, like some people are like, oh, this is just a psyop, and they're just doing this to whatever. There, there's some nefarious uh, uh, end to this game, and they're using the disclosure as a way to reach it, right? But it seems the Pentagon is not in on this at this point. It seems like as they've been fighting this for a long time, and it took a couple uh, civilians to kind of leak this out. force uh, the issue, yeah, uh, and it does still doesn't seem like they're like. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they have figured out how to take advantage of it yet if that's what they're trying to do.
1: No, I, and I think, but looking at the bigger picture, think about the actual ramifications of this. If this is true, and it does appear to be, and you remember this last summer when the uh, the head of the Israeli space station, when he retired, not space station, but space program, when he retired, yeah. came out. It's like, aliens are real. Donald Trump's been talking to them. He wanted to release everything, but they've talked him out of it, and now he's it's there. And everybody kind of went, what? crazy person, And he's like, look. I'm retired. I'm not looking to write any more books. I'm not. I've won all my awards. I've gotten all my distinguished uh, creditations and everything else. I got nothing to lose and nothing to gain. I'm telling you, it's real. And and some of us kind of are like, all right. I know how bad I want this to be true, but you still got to remain somewhat objective. So, but but honestly, like, look at our situation right now. With what we're dealing with, with, you and I are very much on the same page of, of all the COVID stuff. It's not that COVID's not real. It's that all of these things that we're doing are being lied to about their effectiveness. We're being lied to about the, the costs. We're being lied to about the risks. We're being lied to about all of this stuff. For what? We can't figure out the, what the end game is. Yeah. How is this any different? Like For years, you had the government actively discrediting, covering up, and lying about this and spending money, ruining lives, ruining careers, ruining people. For what? Because you didn't, you didn't want to give up the, the fact that there were UFOs. You were afraid that it was going to be some kind of a technology. you disclose your technology. All right, well, what if COVID is just some end to a biological warfare that we're working on and we don't want people looking into it so we keep making up all these lies? And they keep getting caught. Like It's easier to catch them in lies now than ever before, but people are so much less um, skeptical than they should be. Our government, for better or for worse, has no qualms about lying to you, about ruining your life as an individual, about sacrificing people for the greater good. Uh, If there's any pattern that has emerged about the United States government, particularly over the last 60 years, it should be that. It's not that they're evil. It's not that they want to kill people. It's that they don't care. And... There's this track record, whether you want to talk about it in the form of UFOs, if you want to talk about it in the form of the fight against communism and how close we came to dropping nuclear weapons on China back in the 1950s with the battle over Taiwan, Of they lie. It's what they do. It's like second nature. And if you ask anybody outside of the context of COVID, what does the government do? They're going to say they lie and they kill people and they ruin things and they do all this. And then it goes into COVID and you get like, trust the science you realize the same people pushing the science are are all the same, right? Like this is the same entities that are doing this, except now you add in big pharma and that somehow makes you feel more comfortable. All right. I I don't get it, but you know, live your life. God bless you. So uh, as far as the UFOs go, that's really troubling or it should be for most people that have been so widely critical of anyone who's claimed that there could be for anybody that's come out and just like, well, this has been debunked. Honest question. What would it take you for, for you to open your mind? Like, think about all the things that have been listed as debunked and proven to be false that then, like, 10 years, 15 years later, you're like, so about that. It was true. It was true the whole time.
0: Yeah. I I just think, I think the people would act, like, if there was a full, you know, close encounters, whatever, like, landing, like pub, like, that would, I think that's the only thing that would actually make it real for everybody even though they know it's real like they need to like it's it's still beyond belief a little bit right like i mean it's hard to it's hard to add up the the aliens the spaceship the craft the dimensions whatever wherever they came from how they got here the technology all that stuff until you actually see it like even being told it doesn't necessarily sell it i don't know i agree with that so It's just seeing is believing,
1: and and I think there's some people that have been so dismissive and laughing about it for so long that it's easier for them now to underreact and just say, well, yeah, we knew that, because that means they don't have to face up to the reality of you were wrong, and nobody wants to be wrong. We have like an internal drive that, that we have an ego that just never wants to be wrong, so we'll just silently change positions with absolutely no memory of what you've been saying for the last 30 years. And I know it's it's a weird correlation to draw that between what we're seeing here and Epstein and COVID and all that other stuff. But the pattern is clear. Like if the government thinks it has a good higher purpose or just if it's bored, apparently, they will lie and sacrifice people like they have no issue doing it. They will not look out for your best interest whatsoever because what they're looking for is something grander or more m- maleficent, maleficent, malevolent, yeah. Malevolent's the word. Sorry. It's a murder cult. I, that's what I, I can't. I can't wrap my brain around all this stuff, and it's almost too much. If you're paying attention, all this stuff that we've known for decades to be false is now coming out as true. Uh, it's so troubling to understand. Every time I see somebody say anything with certainty about the Wuhan virus or the Wuhan lab leak debunked, is it? There's no UFOs, that's been debunked. Was it? Like what else are we so the weather thing, we don't have it, it's been debunked. Are we sure? We there is no pedophile sex ring running Hollywood and the world's most powerful people. It's been debunked. Really? Are you sure? Cuz I don't know what to be sure of anymore. And I'm that's sort of where I've hit as a human being is like you tell me that there are interdimensional dwarves going around from our dimension to eight other ones, and they come in and check in on us and see how our progress is going as a species? I can't tell you you're wrong. I, geez,
0: Maybe that's true. Just uh, you just got to get some ayahuasca, and you'll meet those uh, interdimensional beings.
1: I mean, one day. They, there was still nothing to, as funny as me as when they are talking about that on the Rogan podcast, and they are talking about Alex Jones, and they got to the thing about the interdimensional dwarves, and Joe Rogan's like, well, that... That's true. I don't want to get into it. That one's real. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, wait, what? What? I want to meet one.
0: Yeah. You want me both.
1: So that's where I'm looking at it. Maybe that'll
0: be our first live broadcast. An ayahuasca. Yeah. (laughs) Ayahuasca. No, that's not a good idea. That's a terrible idea. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's wrap it up here. So, all right, folks, I thank you uh, for bearing with us another uh, edition, the uh, historic 50th episode of sports clicks and politics. Uh, Please like, and share the video and if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, it helps us uh, kind of boost our, uh, our presence there on the on, algorithm. On the, it helps the algorithms. So do all the good stuff. Hit that notification bell too. You'll get not- notified when we have uh, new content and we will be back here again next Monday for another live show. And we will see you all then.